0: what up what up what up oh we are back what is going on beautiful people and welcome to the greatest Combat Sports and Culture Show, and the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente, and we have an amazing show for you guys. Today, we are joined by none other than one of the greatest prospects in all of MMA. He's one of those guys that everyone has been pining over, everyone has been fighting about, and he finally landed with Bellator, and he has been doing work ever since he arrived, man. We are talking about Raytheon Superstats, man. He graced us with his time today, man. We had an incredible, incredible, incredible conversation. We could talk about pretty much what is going on with him and Bellator, how it feels to finally get into one of these amazing organizations, and what's next for him, his future within the division itself. We also go ahead and touch on a couple different things, what's going on, family life, books, and also some of his favorite fights, and so much more. So without further ado, man, in fact, the audio for this, the first half, was kind of messed up first, like, three minutes of the interview, so we were able to fix it up a little bit, man. So enjoy my conversation with Ray Fion Super Stats, right here on the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. Enjoy man, I
1: felt, I I felt that, you know, since I've, since I've been at Bell Tour, I felt like, um, I've been super, uh, just, uh, uh, receptive. I've been super, you know, um, I, I, I felt loved <laughs> almost, you know, since I've been here. So, um, you know, and I've been super blessed. I feel like, uh, since I've been here with, with the cards I've able, or I'm I'm able to be a part of the cards, I'm able to be a part of, um, I I was able to fight, I was able to fight like in Hawaii. Take my family to Hawaii, you know, and I was able to fight on the first car back in Bellator. So, um, I definitely feel like you know I'm uh like they like me <laughs> type of thing. So, uh, you know, it, it feels good, you know.
0: we can tell about that. Um, so <laughs> let me ask you this, man, and we're we're going into it, and again, you had we had the, the pandemic not have, we still have that shit going on. Um, it's, it's yeah. crazy outside and training specifically for a pa- like during a fight card, during the pandemic, dude, we are both from the Midwest. I know how it was locked down in the Midwest. How has the training aspect been for you? Yeah. So
1: training was like super different. This camp, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm, you know, when, mm-hmm. it, when it first uh, went down, um, So I was, I wasn't able to go to the gym. Like nobody was able to go to the gym. Um, I had to like update my home gym. Um, I had to update on my home gym. So I had to get a bag. Hold on one second. Hey, you got to wait. Yeah, I know you threw it over the fence. Now you got to (laughs) wait.
0: See, and we got a little sneak peek of super dad. There it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I had to, uh, (laughs) but I got, you know, spent a lot of time with my family. I feel like that was good for me. You know, I got to do, uh some reading and um you know uh approach my mental mental game a little different but yeah the the training was definitely different i couldn't i felt like i couldn't get as much physical activity as i wanted to you know what i mean especially in the beginning mm-hmm. um so yeah it, w- it was definitely different you know then soon as, as the as the uh even as the the gym started opening up you know um our gym is or our team isn't like super big mm-hmm. in the first place but uh due to the like mandates we we had to be in groups of, of ten or less. You know, yeah. we had to um we had to we had to update our um one second. Hey, you gonna have to play by yourself for a little bit? So um sorry. Um, <laughs> so, um so um so we had to do we had to do um t- our team our team thing we had to do pretty much a smaller team than we're even Used to We're doing. used to. So um but I mean it's always like super super advanced or, or the people that we have in there are super elite. Right. You know, uh,
0: so it's not even a question, uh, bro.
1: <laughs> we had you said that's not even a question.
0: Absolutely. You guys yeah. over there are <laughs> so elite. we
1: yeah, we got a we got a really elite team. So I mean it was just more of the same, but it was almost more uh concentrated. So we didn't have well I mean we had like ten, 10 people in there training, you know, so um you, really you know, we had to adjust in. a little bit, but talking with the coaches and, and changing up our practices a little bit, you know, um, I feel like we, we're, as a team, we're able to um, adjust adjust pretty well.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. And, and it's, it's funny because you guys are, and it, we're getting, I feel like, the rise again of the super team. Um, American Top Team is back doing its thing. You know what I'm saying? AK is doing its thing. You have City Kickboxing in New Zealand. Team Roof Sport has been there from the beginning. And it's they are still churning out champions and people. Do you feel like the team is being overlooked?
1: Um, I don't necessarily feel like we're being overlooked. I feel like uh, the people who know and, and are paying attention, you know what I mean. They see Rufus Sport making big gains and um, always in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like I said, we're not a we're not a big team, so we're not cranking out tons of uh, tons of fighters. You know what I mean. Um, but as if, if you notice and you see our team is um which I wish, or maybe somebody would look at the, um, what do you, the success rate of the people we have on our team? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very high. We don't have any, we, I mean, we have even if amateurs, we got amateurs winning, uh, world titles. You know what I mean? We have, it's a very, it's super concentrated, um, uh, of talent, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, you know, so I mean, some of those, those bigger gyms that have more names, you know, I, which granted they have, they, it seems like they have more success because they're cranking out more numbers, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is, and it's, and that's good for them. But, um, I would say the disparate, the, 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 uh, kind of gap between talent in those gyms are, are pretty big as well. Right. Whereas in right. our gym, our, we, we, uh, we breed our, our amateurs, uh, kind of differently. You mm-hmm. know, they, they have a, certain uh, set of qualifications that they need to even be a fighter. You know what I mean? And then to be on the pro team, they have to meet some more qualifications. So I think he's done a, a good job in, you know, developing... Developing his team. Absolutely. I
0: mean, look at just talking about this last Bellator card, and I mean, the people from your team on that card that did absolute work this past week. I mean, you obviously went out there, did work. Sergio Pettis went out there, absolutely did work against another super tough dude. So you guys are definitely churning out quality, man. You said something about, uh, in terms of, you know, during the pandemic, you know, since physically you weren't able to do everything you needed to do, um, the mental component of it. Um, It has been difficult, I think, for everybody. And I think a a lot of us don't discuss how that shit was mentally for us. How has that mental uh, aspect been for you? And what have you done to kind of help yourself out throughout this time?
1: Yeah, so um, I've done, I've added to my my regimen affirmations, which I'm a big, you know, uh, supporter of now, especially. Um, So since since the pandemic started, I've started um, saying to myself, Um, I'm confident and fearless in all that I do. Uh, I excite, dominate, and finish these fights. (laughs) So I've said that to myself probably um, a thousand times, you know what I mean? Um, And I'm saying it to myself daily um, before every round and in the middle of every round um, (laughs) when I'm running, you know, when I'm doing my extra workouts. um, You know, I'm I'm um, I'm saying it over and over and over to myself. So, And um, that, when I said it and it made it to like the ESPN uh, fight page and and uh, Scott Coker retweeted it. Um, I think it was, uh, that was like the first or second time that I had said it out loud, yeah. you know? And I, I felt like it definitely, you know, brought brought a different energy out in me and I was... I was excited, man.
0: Well, it shows. And and if you continue putting on performances like you did last time out, I need you to say that shit every time. Like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every time, right? I'm stuck from the jump, bro. Dude, because I'm
0: (laughs) telling you, man, you went out there and looked like an absolute buzzsaw, man. Let's talk about Bellator in in your weight class, okay? You got some dudes in that weight class. And it's funny because people, and I don't know, if, if the casual fans, obviously, they see the UFC and they think that is MMA, I can't stand, you know, correcting people. They're like, yo, did you watch, you know, who they, is it UFC? No, nigga, it's MMA. Like, don't get off that shit. You know, so you want to say so. But there are such incredible athletes, not only in Bellator, but specifically in your weight class. How do you see for you specifically your path to the title over the next, because I expect you to be there. So, how do you expect yourself yeah, to get sure. there over the next uh, what? You, what's your timetable? I, I would say
1: I would say a year and <laughs> a half or to year. I will probably yeah. When the next year, a year and a half, I should be uh, with a belt around my waist. You know, if everything goes according to plan. Um, so uh, I feel like in the division I sit pretty well. I sit pretty high up. You know what I mean? Um, I, they don't have rankings or whatever, but if there were rankings, I think uh, maybe so. Uh, in, in no order, mm-hmm. uh, Sergio, um, Patchy Mix, and um, Juan Archuleta, yes. because Patchy Mix and Juan Archuleta are fighting, you know, and then after that, I think that's the title eliminator. And then um, uh, Sergio is fighting the winner of that uh, title eliminator because he, he just had a, a fight with uh, Ricky, Ricky Bandejas, Bandejas yeah. which was another title eliminator. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I am, if not like right on the cusp, maybe two spots down from there you know mm-hmm. so i beat i beat one of those um two above me or one of those uh names mentioned before then yeah. i should be there What's the really- funny thing is before this fight oh. happened i was um so uh juan actual had got covid yeah, and um so that's why cuz he was juan Achilleta and Patrick mix was supposed to be the main event for this fight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um
0: they He messed around over there at Huntington Beach, bro. They all stay outside of Huntington Beach, man. They yeah. to- <laughs>
1: Right, exactly. They out
0: there. <laughs> they out there. So
1: uh yeah, bro got a uh, bro got covid and um so they had actually asked me to fight um Patchy Mix, you know? Okay. And so um so that would have been a title fight. En- eliminator fight for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like super excited. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like why not? Hell yeah. Or whatever. Unfortunately, somebody on his team, you know, uh, wised up and was like, uh, we don't want to fight Raphael. <laughs> like we're only, they pretty much said they're only going to fight me if it was for a, a title belt. And ah. so, um, I mean, they, I think they pretty much knew that Bellator wasn't going to give me a belt, you know, off of, I've had one fight for them. Ah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, they weren't, they weren't going to give me a belt. Ah. So they ultimately, shh, be quiet. They, um, ultimately, uh, decline. Ah, okay.
0: That would have been and a so great then, matchup, uh, by the way. I mean, Patchy Mix is uber-skilled himself. Yeah, this is
1: the this is second time for me, um, you know, offering to fight Patchy Mix on one of his short notice fights. So I, I obviously understand that, you know, that they, they understand that I'm a threat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a threat to what they got going on. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So, so, but basically, I feel like that puts me, if, if I was able to fight uh, Patchy Mix, I'm like right there mm-hmm. in the, you know, I'm I'm right there in the mix, you know? Okay. So, uh, one or two fights, you know, and I should be, I should be one or two wins against some, some good opponents, and I should be right there uh, fighting for the belt.
0: Well, look, man, you have, like you said, a, a teammate of yours. When you guys, that's in the weight class, and he's one of the names that you actually mentioned, would you actually fight your teammate for the strap?
1: See, I wouldn't, I don't want to fight uh, Sergio. I'm sure Sergio feels the same. Like, I mean, it's like fighting Absolutely. my my Absolutely. brother, bro. <laughs> like, literally, you know, I've, I've came up with uh, Sergio at uh, Rufus Sport, you know, since I've been my uh, training partner, you know what I mean? All and right. he's taught me so much, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I've taught him so much, like, we've grown together, um, you know, it's, it's just like fighting my teammate. The only way, and I, I got to talk to Sergio mm-hmm. about it, but, um, I mean, because I don't see it happening, you know, the only way I see it happen is if we, like, clean out the division, you know what I mean? And um, ah. we clean out the division and you know it's like we're forced Y'all to fight. Hit a, you know, you like that's shake the and only bake, huh? that makes Y'all sense. Y'all
0: gonna go out there on some shake and bake and knock you know what what out, the whole go out squad. There, I mean, we gonna
1: put on the show. You know, it <laughs> <laughs> come down to it. You know, but it will. It will probably be like you know. I mean, we spar all the time. You know, we just gonna go out there and spar for some money. You know what I mean? I don't feel like at all like ruin our friendship. Mm. You know, but. It, at the same time, I don't want to fight Sergio. It and, and makes sense,
0: and, and I and I always respect that. It's always interesting when teammates are in the same weight classes, and they're starting to show that they're head and shoulders above, above the rest. I mean, we saw that, for instance, yeah, with, the, with Daniel Cormier and Cain Velasquez back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and we're starting to see these different things. So it's interesting when I say that because I know you guys are in the same weight class, and I'm like, well, I know they're boys. Yep, it's exactly. interesting to see how this actually yeah. works. Um, in the dynamic with the uh, <laughs> it
1: is, and I gotta talk to Sergio. <laughs> you know, I gotta we gotta come up with a response because we've been getting that question a lot. Yeah, and you know what's I, funny, uh, man?
0: Because I usually I don't like asking those questions, man. But it's it was right there, yeah, man. It was right. You said his it's name. It's part of the game, man. It's part of the game. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, let me, Okay, so let, let's let's go ahead and 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 go back to your last fight. It was the first fight back since COVID. How was it actually being yep. in there? With no audience, with no crowd, how was just that feeling the week itself
1: man the uh, the week or the, Both. the fight? Let's start off with the week, yeah, so the week was was super i mean um, what do you call it not as um not as exciting as you think it would be, you know what i mean it was it was uh kind of kind of boring, <laughs> no, we just sat in the hotel and uh watched pretty much uh or no, i know I brought my my PlayStation, I played a bunch of Fortnite. For there it is. And, uh, yeah, 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 you know, that's it. Yeah, I played, yeah, played that and uh, watched the movies, you know. Um, hey man, I but, just um, started playing
0: so Fortnite. It was, I'm just letting you know, I'm just starting to play. I oh, just got on board, man, you know. Let's and, go, and, let's and go, and I can't hey, suck. I've been on it. I'm addicted, I hate to admit it, I be sitting here.
1: Hey, I'm addicted God. too, bro, I can't. <laughs> I'm addicted, I can't shake it, bro.
0: But I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue. Okay, we're gonna go to the park.
1: Um so, so um, yeah, so we were and we were in quarantine. So it was a lot of tests, so I felt like super safe. It was a lot of tests. Uh when we before we got there, we had to take a COVID test. Did you get the and nose then, one? Um at,
0: Did you get the what? nose one where they stick the whole rod up your nose? So
1: before we got there, we had to take um a like a a saliva one so we had to like saliva into a a tube and then we sent it off um and then after that we had to do one we did the throat one when we got there we did the throat one and it was like um we had to uh, quarantine for 24 hours while we were while we were uh at the hotel okay and so how you doing hi um and so then after that I hello white people (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then um yeah so we were went to <laughs> we went to and so after that then we were pretty much um checking in every day hey what's up coach joe coach joe's oh right <laughs> uh, yeah so um yeah after that we were doing a um we were doing check-ins pretty much in the morning okay. and so then and they pretty much didn't want us to leave the hotel. They didn't want us or yeah, the whole yeah, the hotel slash casino. Uh they didn't want us to see it, sit in any uh restaurants, you know, and, and limit your contact to people, you know, just stay safe. And so then after that, the, the day before weigh-ins we had or the day of weigh-ins, we had another COVID test. So we did like three COVID tests. Um, you know, in the span of that that week. Nice. And so then we, um, you did that COVID test, and then we pretty much quarantined in our room. You know, uh, we got some stuff to eat, and um, then it was fight day. And then on fight day, it was like super effective the way they did it because it was almost like a circle okay. that they had you okay. in. So you would go in, would uh, go work out. Hey, come back in here. Hey, look at him. He escaped.
0: <laughs> He's taking off on you.
1: <laughs> taking off, bro. Hey. And so, um, yeah. So he. Uh, Okay, we gonna yeah, go to the park. We gotta put shoes
0: on. Little man, it's like I'm going to the park now, with or without Yeah, you,
1: I, you didn't, you didn't, uh, <laughs> you didn't help me up for too long. Let's go, let's go, put some shoes on. And so then, um, then the house. Um, so then, so in the first part you had your workout room, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you would work out pretty much for uh before the fight, and then you would go to the next part, and the next part is like the waiting room or waiting before you go to the uh before you go to the um, fight okay, and so then you would have your or whatever and then the fight so the fight was pretty much for me it was the same just because I'm not usually I don't really hear the the crowd before you know I I see the crowd before and I see people that I know kind of before but while the fight is happening I'm not too not too I'm like focused on the fight I don't really like notice um, (laughs) what's going on outside so it was pretty much the same for me as far as uh the fight, you know, uh, before and afterwards were we're kind of um we're kinda of different, but that's about it. And then um so then so after the fight or whatever we would go to a media room was in it, which is in a total uh different area and then after we left every area they would I would see like behind us so the next people can wow. come through. You know what I mean? So they like disinfect stuff like as you as you leave an area. And so then um after the media thing, mm-hmm. you know, you get your stuff that they, they brought back for right. you, and then you take off. You get the check, and you take That's off. what's up, man. That
0: sounds so... I mean, it's Yeah, crazy. so you they can't go
1: back through um, oh. anywhere you you had been
0: previously. So after you've gone through, you're done. It's just like, hey, good stuff. Here's your money. Have a nice day. <laughs> so they pretty much just shoot you off. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. crazy now.
1: Yeah, they shoot us off, and they don't let us And So I wanted to come back because my... uh.
0: You hear you, me? I hear you now. Oh, lost you. All right, we're gonna get him back. He's uh, there, there he is. There we go. I see you now. All right. There we go. Yes, you, sir. Yes, sir. you got me.
1: Yeah. So I had I wanted to come back because of my my teammate was uh fighting, you know. So, um, but they pretty much put oh, a kibosh on
0: that. That sucks. So if you on, have to hey. wash the rest of the vest, like Come essentially from, from from the hotel. All right, guys, we're we'll gonna get on this, working a little bit. It's all good. It's so interesting getting these uh, perspectives. In terms of um it says so as soon as he comes back, we'll talk we about it. But it's great back. getting these perspectives so we don't ever get the inside view of it. Oh, there he is, and he's back. What's up, brother? Can you see me now? Oh, maybe not. Okay, we're working on, on getting him there. Um, we are doing this show live, guys. Uh so that's the thing about it. Like I said, it's really great, and I'm loving that he's given us his perspective on what actually is going on inside of you know these these, these protocols because we never get the inside look. We never uh, have an opportunity to feel like we're in the inside. Let me see where he's at. Um, here, this is what we're gonna go ahead and do real quick, guys. Uh, we are going to, here, I'm gonna go ahead and bring it straight to me for a little bit and we're gonna go ahead and do, we're gonna go ahead and call Rafion back right now for you guys so we can actually get him on here. Um, so we just wanna make sure this is happening, okay? So, boom, calling him back right now for you guys. Um, but once we get him on, like I said, we'll continue this conversation. Amazing conversation. Ray Fionnstot one of the best guys in all of combat sports, man. One of the up-and-coming prospects, man. This dude has been a beast of beasts. And uh, and I'm telling you, man, it's amazing. I love the fact of getting the, the, the candor and the uh, the commentary from him. Um, everything that's happening, you know, with COVID and being able to get in here with somebody who is this dynamic and actually talk to one of the best fighters in the world about what actually is going on, it's really, really, really nuts, man. Um, yeah, he'll, I'm sure he'll hit us back in a moment. Um, so uh, let's also again talk about him and Sergio Pettis, the the idea, and again, like he was talking about um, him not fighting Sergio Pettis, I honor that so much. This is somebody that he has been in the in the in the trenches with day in and day out. For years now, so I'm always a proponent, especially with fighters not doing that. All right, here he goes. To bring the man back on. Glad we got you back. All right, here he is. What is going on, my brother? Um, so, yeah, yeah. So it, one of the things I was saying when you were gone, man, it was just saying it's just very interesting, um, to get you know an inside look. We all, I mean, people are all talking about Fight Island and other things, and th- you know, and stuff like that, but nobody talks about the actual protocols and what actually goes on behind the scenes. So it's super interesting to hear, you know, especially somebody who's at the top of the game, what actually goes on in there. Um, in terms of being in the cage itself, to be able to hear your coaches so clearly, how, and how was that feeling? Was it, and, and not even just that, landing the shots, you could hear every shot you landed on, buddy. Like, how does that feel? That was-
1: Actually, that was what I noticed more because um, I feel like I always I, I do a good – or I, I feel like I listen well, so I, I hear the coaches pretty much when they talk. But the hearing the shots was something that I wasn't uh, – I never heard the shots like that before, you know? <laughs> I was like like as I was hitting them, like, dang, like they hurt, like they had it. <laughs> it's
0: like, like oh, I damn, I'm sorry I hit you that hard. That's crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like,
1: man, you better quit. You better quit fast, bro. <laughs> and I ain't finna
0: stop. Dude, that you know I'm, well like, that's it was so interesting to see that because that's one thing I, I with me personally. I'm actually it's funny, I'm actually enjoying the fights as a spectator. I'm enjoying the fights more. Um, because unfortunately with the crowd. Not only do they, I think the athletes get swayed, but the commentators and everybody else get swayed on how it actually works. And again, we're seeing terrible judging everywhere, yeah. you know, in all, all of MMA. Exactly. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it to this day. Ain't no way Alexander Volkanovsky beat Max Holloway. I, I don't think
1: so either, bro. I don't think so
0: at all. At man. all. Man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it, first it, it's so you're seeing it and you're hearing all this stuff, man. And it's crazy to be able to see. It. So I think that me, me personally, I'm getting benefit and I'm enjoying that. And the post fight interviews are incredible because people aren't getting the booze and shit or whatever. So a lot of right, people exactly. adjust to the crowd. People are I'm hearing these concise, amazing answers by these athletes. And I think it's really showing a lot of these athletes intellect where a lot of times we don't get um, you, are you picking up on that also in terms of watching these fights? Yeah, and I was—I
1: seen something. Um, it was—it uh, was a couple days ago, and it was Blake Griffin on the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Show or something like that mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, he was saying something about like how uh, athletes always get a bad rap for how they talk after a, <laughs> uh, after a uh, what's the day after an a, event, uh, or event or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, um, he's like, you tried to do exercise for. A, hour or like an hour exercise for an hour and then right away i'm gonna just ask you a bunch of questions while i'm asking these questions uh i'm probably gonna be booing on booing at you commentating on how you're doing asking these questions you know what i mean and so yeah i can see where you know um i mean it's a you got adrenaline going you know you got people in the crowd you know uh reacting any you know whether negatively or positively Mm -hmm. you know that definitely you know uh uh, makes a difference like creates a bit of uh scramble in your mind yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so it's hard to probably say that you know what you actually want to say or um that's why I, I feel like a lot of fighters um are told to um like know what you're gonna say before before you get there you know because yeah. that's that's a that's a hard time you know some people can do it but it's a hard time to to go off of the fly of
0: uh you know, uh just just yeah, man, just you wing you start calling people out, man. People start stumbling over the words and sound something like Mike Perry. You can't have that happen. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you got yeah, you gotta think about it
0: beforehand. Man, and... dude. So let me ask you this. And again, thank you so much for being so gracious with your time today, man. I really do appreciate it. Um, no problem. we'll get you a couple more before we get you out of here. Uh, in terms of fighting and the fights itself, okay. Um, again, we yeah. talked about judging and the terrible judging. What do mm-hmm. you believe needs to be changed? Because I'm seeing it across the board, regardless of organization, and it seems like we're getting too many individuals out here who don't know the sport that are trying to judge the sport. Um, I don't know how they end up changing that, but at the very minimum, we need to have more than three judges.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, yeah, more collective eyes. Um, and uh, uh, Ben Ben Askren said something that I thought was interesting about the. Um, uh the the what was it 10-9 uh scoring um um instead of doing like a, a 10 round uh or or 9 mm-hmm. nine ten 9-10 scoring uh he was saying more like a, a collective um
0: like the a old coll- school pride scoring, rules
1: the uh right? fight hmm? mm-hmm.
0: like the old school pride rules like it's uh, like at the at,
1: familiar with the
0: old So school the line. the old school pride rules is pretty much at the end of the fight they're like, yo, who did the best? Like they look at the yeah. whole fight and say who won yeah, the whole fight? fight. Yeah. Yeah. As of, as opposed to trying to like add up points and shit. Add like, up that's, points, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think, um, you know, that and but I think yeah, what it, what it comes down to is um, uh, having people that are experienced enough to know, you know, um, what's what's damaging, what's uh uh, what scoring, what the scoring system is, you know, cause it, it, and it also, it also, it also feels like, um, I'm there's no, uh, it feels like there's no clear, there's no clear point system, no clear system. It seems like they're just, it
0: you know, winning. De- 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 depending on what state or yeah, what, exactly. you know, it's, exactly. crazy. it's different every yeah. single time.
1: So, um, yeah. Cause, uh, one fight, maybe, uh, somebody scores, takedowns, you know, um, over a knockdown, but it it, it it seems like there's no uh consistency in the uh-huh. um the scoring, you know? So you know that yeah. the judges and the you know, but something needs to change, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I think maybe a uh uh probably a those thing, three things added up maybe. Um, yeah,
0: but well I hope just... it happens. Cause it's, it, I feel like more and more we're starting to see it, you know, it just consistently, consistently happening where people are getting shafted. And I think people don't understand, yo, that's fucking people's money.
1: Man, you know? I, it's not only the money from that fight, but then like a, a future fight, you know, you go you go down in the rankings instead of up, you know, it changes the course of someone's uh, fight career. You know what I mean? That's That stuff is huge
0: yeah man people don't take that into account all right so we're going to take some quick hits man before we get you out of here excitement yeah. level mike tyson roy jones jr
1: my excitement <laughs> level
0: yeah just like
1: that like what
0: <laughs> when you first really? heard about uh, it did you think probably, it was a joke uh, you say what did you think it was a joke when you first heard it
1: yeah when i first heard it, i was like no way um but then as I, you know, uh, started looking back like, dang, like these dudes been like kind of preparing, you know what I mean? Like Mike Tyson looked like a beast, bro.
0: And so he's training. He's, he's fight. he's training with, um, with uh, Rafael Cordero. Yeah, right? exactly. Which I think is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if he goes out there yeah. fighting like old school Vandalay, man, we have a problem.
1: <laughs> a problem, bro. A problem. Uh, And then I see uh Roy Jones training. You know, uh, to be honest, I've, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson training looks like he doing a little more, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if Roy gonna be ready for this Mike Tyson, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I
0: am. Um, okay. So that's, that's a good one. Uh, do you, are you watching any other combat sports? Like I said, since combat sports were the first thing back, yeah, um, for, how, sure. for you as a fan, how has that been?
1: Oh, that's been amazing. You know, yeah. um, it's amazing because I feel like there's so many eyes. So those um those people that you say like oh I only watch like US or I only know UFC pretty much, you know. Um, I feel like there's more those there's more of those fans and there's more eyes on MMA as a whole. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's awesome for the sport of MMA. You know, especially since we're uh, um we're like one of the youngest uh, sports. So um that's like that's huge. You know, that's huge for us to be the first people to be that- back because I mean. People ain't really have a choice but to watch us. You know what I Facts.
0: mean. Facts. It's definitely giving people a platform. Um You said during the quarantine, you did a lot of reading and family and hanging out with the family. Uh, yeah. What are some of the books that you actually uh, read um with the family or just so in general, what I read. Kind of, yeah, more, I
1: read them by myself. But um, yeah, yeah, I that's what it, uh, I
0: meant to say. Yeah, I was,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, was, I was listening <laughs> oh, I mean, to I your kid, reading, and I'm like, maybe reading. he was reading. I mean,
1: what we got? We got Pig Pug over there. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? How the Grinch stole Christmas <laughs> over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need a new book. That's a good book. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: what but no, still? I read um, um, Total Money Makeover. Uh okay. or Total But uh Dave Dave Ramsey. And um, you know, that that book I feel like really um, you know, um had me think about my finances and uh my future um, a little more. Um also, what else do have we read? Uh, we read, I've read a couple uh like black uh Black author books. Um, we got on the come up, um, okay. you know, just some um some some books by some or Ghost Boys. Um okay. oh. some book by some uh you know, black authors or black or authors um kind of highlighting um uh, the movement. Absolutely. You know, so um yeah, I've been doing that and uh yeah, and I've been doing my rafter builders, you know what I mean, uh fixing up. Fixed up our closet, you know? There fixed it is. Some, some uh, you know, remodeled our bathroom, our closet. And um, yeah, so,
0: you know, some that's stuff a, like that. That's hilarious, man. Every like everybody, and even myself, shit, I moved. I'm, you know, I know how it is. It seems like everybody yeah. was getting in some, like, some work during this quarantine. Like, well, I guess exactly. I'm gonna work on my crib, you know? Fuck it, exactly, let's make it happen.
1: Exactly, yeah, and that's, all. Oh, the other thing. Uh, I, my basement, you know, I, uh, I was doing a, like, pool thing uh, downstairs. Like a, a ghetto pool hall downstairs but um now i'm doing a ghetto yeah, pool hall i love it <laughs> just because just because <laughs> i needed it so yeah
0: that's what's up man um okay so before we get you out, let me ask you this if anyone wants to know who raytheon stats is and they need to watch one fight which fight would that be
1: man um oh, uh, i feel like uh My fight against uh, either Levi Miles or my fight against um, Rob Emerson. Um, I feel like uh, those were two fights where, you know, I I feel like I I mixed them well together. The Levi Miles fight, I feel like I had to, uh, uh, like, change, uh, show that I had other, you know, skills uh, besides wrestling. Um, I got kind of wobbled in that fight, you know, so I kind of had to... uh, to overcome some adversity. Um, but yeah, That's
0: those, awesome. those be the ones. Well, we have to make, make sure people watch those Fights. Um, brother, thank you as always for joining me on the Fight Podcast today, man. Uh, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, you can hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter, uh, Raffaeon Stots, uh, stlts one word. And then on Facebook, I'm uh, Raffaeon
0: Stots, two words. There it is, man. Raphael Stas, brother. Thank you so much, brother. Much continued success. I love what I'm seeing for you over at Bellator, man. I'm happy you finally getting that respect that you deserve, and I'm looking you, forward man. to seeing you with that strap around your waist next year, bro.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Can you Absolutely, say bye? brother.
0: Bye. Have a good one, man. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. All right, you guys have a good one, brother. Much success, my too. dude. Yes, sir. All yes, right, peace sir. out. Peace All out. All right. <laughs> That was Ray Fion, Super Superstats, man. Thanks, as always, for joining me on the, the greatest combat sports and culture of the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I told you, man, this dude is great. And he's literally somebody who I have total confidence will end up being a champion for Bellator, okay? He has all the skills. That fight with him and Emerson, go check that out. The fights that he just had, they're, they're on bellator.com. He just went out there and had it. You can see the skill development, the wrestling, the power. Power, the the striking ability this kid is an absolute beast and on top of that man as you see and hear in during the conversation yo the man has his head on his shoulders he's a family man he's grounded he's literally in a community where his coach is driving down the street and sees him this is an amazing atmosphere this is an amazing athlete that I really believe will go far in this sport he has been one of the biggest prospects in this sport for a reason and uh, now he's finally having the opportunity to show that so much love and salute to Raytheon Superstats. Thank you for joining me on the show today. All right, guys. um, That being said, this has been episode 225 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. I am your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente. Remember, thanks to our sponsors. We're brought to you each and every week, every episode by Everlast. Everlast. The best equipment brand in all of combat sports. Come on, man. Since 1910, out of the Bronx, American made. That's how we get down, baby. They have amazing gloves. If you look down the list, Mike Tyson's about to scrap. He only has, throughout his entire career, used Everlast gloves. Um, Dustin Poirier, the most violent man in MMA, he uses Everlast Amazing company, man! Not only do they have combat sports equipment, they also have training equipment as well. Check them out today. Use promo code The Fight, and you will get ten percent off of your purchase. Everlast.com. Check them out. Also, we have to talk about CBDPure.com. CBDPure. After you get done working out, using your Everlast products, turn around and go ahead and grab some CBDPure. I use it each and every day. I take a little drops ah, ah, right under my tongue, man. Um, after my workouts, if I'm feeling sore. If I'm having trouble going to sleep, I use CBD, man, it helps calm my body down. If you have arthritis, it helps let your hands go, man. I've given it to you know my family, my grandmother, they have their hands starting to get all locked up. They give a little CBD in their life. No pain, man, check out CBD Pure. And last, but certainly, certainly, certainly not least, we have Nug Club Official. If you are on the West Coast, you can go ahead and use Nug Club. Nug Club Official, you get $200 worth of weed okay two hundred dollars worth of cannabis premium high quality cannabis you get for one hundred dollars 99 bucks you get two hundred dollars worth of bud but if you go ahead and use promo code the fight you will also go out there and get an extra ten dollars off so two hundred dollars worth of bud, two hundred dollars worth of premium cannabis delivered directly to your door for nothing none other than ninety dollars come on son the Fight Podcast, the scrappy Hour, we're here for you guys. That is there, okay? Um, also, a CBD Pure, 15% off uh, your purchase. Uh, we you promo code The Fight. All right. Check out The Fight Podcast, our website, thefightpodcast.com. Check us everywhere out on all potting platforms, YouTube, at The Fight Podcast, and all social media. Follow me, at Serge Vicente. So, without further ado, this has been episode 225 of the greatest combat sports culture in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. i see you guys next time. Peace out.